Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. You living life as a gringo Where you question where you fit in every time you mingle They say you do this with not enough that My rapping is really bad <laughs> This life as a gringo Yes, hello and welcome to another episode of Life as a Gringo I am Dramos, of course And man, uh, I'm not gonna lie to you I was kind of struggling with a topic for today's show and then my girl just basically pointed out, well, why don't you talk about something that you are going through? And which should have just been like, yeah, duh, obviously. But I didn't realize how much this resonated with people until I put out there the Ask a Gringo question for this week. So it's obvious I'm not the only one who is kind of facing this consistent burnout, this feeling of being burnt out and needing a break from everything. Um, So I want to talk about that. And, and actually, my girl had sent me this podcast from Jay Shetty. Uh, and he was talking about the different stages of of burnout. And, and man, it just had me really kind of look inward and, and, and be honest with myself about how I've been feeling as of late. Uh, and, and it's definitely a bit scary. And it's something I'm taking incredibly seriously right now. And I just thought it could be incredibly helpful for any of you all out there who are going through something similar, you know. Um, it's been obviously a crazy fucking year I mean, 2020 was a crazy year and just kind of living in the midst of this pandemic has added so much stress. It's made so many of our lives just a little bit more difficult. Our jobs just a little bit more difficult. So many different kind of things you have to think about when, you know, meeting people and hanging out with people and doing things and just adding stresses to things that normally were, were kind of just mindless and, and, uh, and normal. Now we always kind of have to second guess ourselves a little bit. So anyway, I say all that to say, I just thought it'd be a good time to kind of address this topic and also talk about how in our community, um, it's kind of like brushed off like, oh, life is supposed to kind of be full of like these stresses and we're supposed to be constantly just hustling and grinding like that's the way life is supposed to be. And the reality is, no, that's just not a healthy way to be to always be moving, always be pushing. So we'll kind of 
get into all that stuff. I'll share some of my own experiences. And, and like I said, we'll get into um, what you guys have, have, have said when it comes to our Ask a Gringo segment. And I'll also try and end um, by giving you some tips to recover from, from burnout. And with that said, let's kick things off with a deep dive, as we always do in a segment we call For the People in the Back. Say a lot for the people in the back. Okay, so like I, I said, I have to give credit to Jay Shetty because he's the one who brought this to my attention, um, and, and I'm, I'm kind of biting off it a little bit, but I also just kind of felt like there's probably a portion of my audience that doesn't listen to Jay Shetty and, and should hear vital information like this, and also I, I kind of felt like I had my own perspectives on it, especially after listening to what he had to say and just kind of reflecting on my own life, but let's let's first kind of go into what the five stages of burnout are. And this is all courtesy of VetX International. And the first stage they list is the honeymoon stage. And they say, the honeymoon stage is in the early days slash weeks of your job. During this stage, employees are fresh in the game, brimming with excitement and ready to take on anything. The work may be demanding, but at this point, you have a lot of energy and ambition, which can help push you through. And it says, although this stage may be challenging, starting a new job isn't easy. Driven employees may compensate by working even harder, hence setting the stage for burnout. The key here is to start instituting healthy coping strategies for when the job becomes more taxing. And they actually say if you're aware enough, um, you know, that theoretically, if you can intervene at this point and your coping mechanisms are positive and adaptive, you can actually remain in this stage indefinitely. So obviously something to to keep in mind if you are, you know, at a, a new job in the early stages of it figuring out different ways and implementing strategies to you know alleviate stress early um, in, a, in a job or in a circumstance is, is going to be kind of your best bet for fighting off this burnout and staying happy. Now, the next stage uh, that they talk about is the balancing act. And they say, you have survived the early stages of your job, avoiding any hiccups. However, your energy is starting to wane and you are beginning to notice some aspects of the job you dislike. Although you are more competent, Some days are more stressful than others, and you cope variably. Signs of this stage include job dissatisfaction, work inefficiency, avoidance, fatigue, both mental and physical, sleep disturbances, escapist activities such as eating, drinking, smoking, zoning out, etc. You may be neglecting some of your personal needs to stay on top of things, further exacerbating existing problems. And while I'm talking about this, I want you to kind of start making a mental note of what stage you sort of think that you're at, because I think it's incredibly uh, beneficial to kind of know how far along you are in this sort of journey and, and uh, you know, how you can kind of take action. Now, the next stage they list, the third stage, is chronic symptoms. They say, this stage is similar to the balancing act stage, but you may find that your symptoms have intensified. Any of the energy and enthusiasm for the job you originally had has gone and you are running on an empty tank. During this stage, you may find yourself in a state of denial. Instead of acknowledging that you are overworked, you may blame others for your current predicament. Your social life may suffer as you become all-consumed in your work, desperately trying to stay afloat. Some of these stages include chronic exhaustion, physical illness, anger, and depression. Now, the fourth stage is the crisis stage. They say, in this stage, employees who run themselves into the ground tend to hit a breaking point. They emotionally cannot deal with the stress and start to break down. 
Physical symptoms of stress become apparent during the stage as at this point it is chronic. You may become detached from your life and lose a sense of control. Your jaded feelings towards work make you feel empty and anxious, potentially manifesting in anxiety and or depressive disorder. During this stage, employees may be at risk of a mental breakdown or a major crisis. At this point, many professionals either seek psychological help or bounce out of the profession entirely. Indicators of this stage include physical symptoms intensify and or increase in number, obsessing about work frustrations, pessimistic thinking, and an escapist mentality. Now, the fifth and final stage they discuss is enmeshment. At this point, burnout symptoms are so embedded into a person's life that they may not even fully realize it. Although most people either drop out of their job or make a radical change during the crisis stage, professionals who cease to do so are at risk of developing severe chronic long-term physical and mental illnesses. Although these individuals can be thought of as incredibly hard workers, perhaps even esteemed working professionals, in actuality, they are very unhappy. They may feel trapped in their job, stuck in a cycle of burnouts. And I, and, uh, I actually I, w- I wanted to pull some more information on, on this last stage, the enmeshment stage. Um, and it actually goes on to say that you, you actually are so used to being burnt out that you're more likely to, to be labeled as having some sort of like significant physical or emotional problem than you are to be called a burnout case because burnout just becomes so incredibly normal for you. Another site, uh, betterup.com says, uh, in this stage, burnout has become your new default setting. They go on to say, you might not be able to remember a time before you felt like this. At this point, you may be diagnosed with anxiety or depression before you recognize burnout as the underlying cause. And I'm not going to lie to y'all, that hits close to home. That's probably why I kept going back and looking for more um, like places to reference uh, th- that stage, the stage of enmeshment. And and I'll, I'll say that when I was listening to... Uh, Jay Shetty's podcast, it became increasingly obvious to me that I am actually in this final stage of burnout, this enmeshment stage, which I guess is a bit scary to think about. Um, and, and I want to kind of talk about it. And uh, I, I guess the focus of the Mijete segment of today's show will be based around me. As narcissistic as that sounds, um, I do want to kind of talk about my experience. And hopefully maybe this, it helps somebody out there who's going through a similar thing, or, or hopefully you can catch yourself before you kind of get to this phase. So we'll, we'll hop into that, the Mijente segment. Uh, but first, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr. And on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, We know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky, quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor... Stay Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Okay, so this is this is incredibly difficult to, to kind of talk about just because I know that for me, I've always been of the mindset of like, you know, busting your ass and working hard and not complaining and all these different things. Um, but, you know, in, in conversations with with, um, you know, some of the people in my life, it, it's become increasingly obvious that just something isn't right with me right now and kind of the more that i think about it and and to be honest it kind of came to um a bit of a head this summer uh i mean i was i was feeling pretty pretty burnt out you know towards the end of my tenure with the breakfast club but what was crazy was that after i left the breakfast club i got even busier you know unexpectedly like i just started getting a lot of these different opportunities obviously the podcast kicked off at that point and then i was also you know, producing for other other podcasts and things like that. And and I was just basically working from the time that I got up to the time that I went to bed. And it really drastically like was changing my personality. And like I said, I've always kind of been dealing with a sense of burnout to a degree. I've always kind of pushed myself. But I do think that this summer into into the fall has really pushed me over over the edge of of, you know, being in that last stage of enmeshment where it's just my normal kind of operating system you know what i mean it's like the idea of, of my my mind being foggy at all times has become normal to me the idea of of never feeling rested enough has become normal to me you know i've gone through uh a, a stage of just having like insomnia uh you know on and off over the last few months and that's odd for me because i'm usually somebody who like as soon as my head hits the pillow i'm out um, and it, it's kind of come and go in, in different waves. And like, I can't even tell you, I, I feel anxious and I can't even tell you why I feel anxious, you know, all the time. And, and to be honest, you know, uh, I, I've always suffered from a bit of anxiety and, and definitely depression, but it's hit me a lot heavier 
over this time period that I'm talking about, you know, there'd be times I'm literally just like, you know, making breakfast or something like that. And I just feel incredibly sad and, and just depleted, defeated and all in all different types of ways. And I'm not saying this to like, you know, be like, you know, uh, oh, cry for me and feel bad for me. Nah, like I'm, I'm, I'm very blessed. I'm living an incredibly blessed life. Uh, and the fact that I have this many opportunities coming my way is something I've prayed about and, and, and dreamt about, you know, for, for years. The problem becomes when you don't know how to have, find that balance, you know what I mean? Um, and when you are so used to having to say yes to every opportunity that comes to your doorstep um, that like, you know, you you feel like you're like, you know, I've tricked myself into thinking I'm lazy if I'm not sitting here like working from the minute I wake up to the minute that I go to bed. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I've made myself feel that way, like that if I take breaks, take time for myself, take a day off for myself that that means that I'm lazy. That means I don't want it bad enough. And and that's led to me feeling this really crazy stage of burnout like I've never felt before where, um you know, it like hurts to think where I, I lo- I'm, you know, having to like convince myself to come record the podcast. I'm having to like convince myself to do the things that I love doing. You know, I don't have the energy. I'm, I'm just going into forms of escapism of like surfing the you know, YouTube or fucking going on Facebook marketplace and, and just surfing there for random shit that I would find on there. Um, and basically just avoiding all of my, my responsibilities and also avoiding the things that generally are things that I enjoy doing that I love doing. And it's scary. And, and it definitely has come to a head. And it's something I had to take responsibility for. Uh, and, and it's actually resulted in me having to take a step back from surf, certain work things, you know, I, I had to, uh, recently leave the podcast producing job that that I was doing full time um, because I I needed to take more time for myself. And actually, this week is like my first week where um, I'm able to to really just kind of be able to work a bit more on my own schedule and really just be doing projects that are just for me. And that's a big step for me to like really, you know, take my own personal well-being into consideration and really just be like, you know what? as great of an opportunity as something is. And as much as I enjoy that, that money that's coming in, like I need to prioritize my, myself and my, my health first, you know? Um, and even like this week, getting a couple different opportunities to go make some money and, and, you know, do a, a couple guest things or whatever. Um, I've turned them down this week, you know, because I, I need to take this time off for myself. And, and the scary part about it is I thought that, you know, okay, you know, a weekend off, not doing anything, uh, and then being able to wake up and, and kind of just like not have to go do anything that I didn't feel like doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, and not have to go and do anything for anybody else that like I could just work on my own creative projects. Like I thought that I'd be like re-energized right now. And and I'm not, you know, it takes time. I'm realizing that like I'm really going to have to take some time to to kind of unplug a little bit and, and just like give myself a bit of a mental break and not to say I'm not gonna do the podcast and all that kind of stuff but like this shit is very real you know and and it's something that we all should be cognizant of and and I think that we live in a culture that has sort of like made this feel like it's the norm you know what I mean like this is how we always should be you know uh nobody cares work harder all that kind of stuff it's like no like we're all you know pushing ourselves towards like an untimely death or at the very least towards uh, you know, a mental instability and, and being incredibly unhappy, you know, and, and depression and anxiety and all these different things that come along with it. Um, you know, there's this idea of la brega, right, which is like something that's thrown around a lot in Latin culture. I know specifically in, in Puerto Rico, uh, we use it, but like the la brega, which implies, a, you know, a challenge that we can't really solve. So we just have to hustle uh, to get around it. And it's like this idea that that's celebrated, 
um, that we constantly have to be on that grind, on that hustle, in amidst that fight, right? Like that's the norm and that's something that we should be celebrating. The fact that we're always so resourceful that we just keep on pushing on. It's like, man, as as great as that is to think about yourself as somebody who's just always on their grind, always working. At the same time, it's an incredibly toxic mindset to have, you know, um, like we shouldn't be pushing ourselves to the brink of of mental and physical exhaustion. You know, we should we shouldn't have to live that way. That's just not normal. That's a terrible, terrible culture to to kind of live by. It's interesting because we here in America are like sold this idea of what it means to be a good employee. And what's fucked up is if you look around like in other places in the world, like in comparison to America, we work longer, we take fewer vacations, and we socialize less on the job than most other countries. And this is according to businessinsider.com. And also, uh, an interesting fact that I want to throw out there was that people perceive uh, like Japanese workers to be chronically overworked, right? Like this idea of like perfectionism in Japanese culture and overworking. And the irony is that on average, Americans actually work 137 hours more every year than Japanese workers do. And then you can move on to, to other countries like uh, Britain, where we work 260 more hours a year than they do. Uh, you could talk about uh, German, who's, who's known to be an uber efficient uh, country, as it says here on bluewatercredit.com, uh, that we work 394 hours more than the average German worker. So like we're being bred to kind of exist in this toxic work culture where we're always just on and pushing ourselves and pushing ourselves and shit. It becomes even worse now with technology where you're just always fucking connected to your job. And listen, I understand that I say this as somebody in an incredibly privileged place that I can even say, like, I left a full time job and I'm, you know, going to and I'm okay, you know, uh, right now. I'm not concerned about it, you know. So I guess for me, what I'm trying to say when I give you the example of myself is that while you may not be in a position where you could just say, fuck it, I'm leaving my job and I'm just doing things I like doing. I want you to kind of hear what I'm saying as a bit of a precautionary tale, right? Because the things that I'm doing, for the most part, are all things that I love doing. Like I work in an industry that I love working in. I'm around music, I'm around creatives, I'm around conversation, you know, uh, in multiple facets. And I still get burnt out from it. I'm still chronically burnt out right now, right? And And the reality is like, if I look back on it, like, I've really not made, you know, myself a priority. I haven't made doing things that I actually enjoy a priority. I haven't made taking time for myself a priority. And I encourage anybody out there that they start doing things like that when they can, you know, Um, especially hopefully if anybody's out out there right now, you're building, you're on your grind, you're trying to get to a certain goal in life. Like, let me be the first to tell you, like, it's okay to also take breaks in between. Now, obviously, if you're taking more breaks than you're working, that's probably an issue. But the reality is like, you being well rested and in good spirits and not depressed and not anxious is going to make you show up better for your creative outlets. Like all right now, like I'm trying to force myself to think of different things, get creative. And like my mind is like drained. I'm foggy right now. I can't think of anything because I've just pushed myself past that point of burnout and it's not fun. So I guess I'm just trying to use myself as an example of like just a precautionary tale, um, you know, for anybody that's not at that stage yet to, to make sure that you're prioritizing your, your own health and your your own sanity at the end of the day. And again, this isn't a fucking sob story. Don't, you know, not what was me. My life is 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 great. I just have to kind of tweak a few things and take some time for for myself um to kind of replenish and 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 mentally re- recharge a, a little bit and just slow down on, on all that I'm doing. But just something to hopefully, you know, makes you aware of where you're at in, in your kind of stage of of 
mental health uh, right now as it pertains to your job. And with that said, let's let's touch base with y'all, of course, in our Ask a Gringo segment. We'll hear your perspective on this topic. But first, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. And that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr. And on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity. It's designed for women's unique retirement needs with flexible withdrawals to help cover unexpected expenses, plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. In other words, it's like getting a paycheck for life. We'll say that again. A paycheck for life. Guaranteed. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's the Parity Flex annuity, and it's one more example of their commitment to creating a better financial future for women. One where they feel empowered, not excluded, and ready to take on whatever their next chapter holds. Gainbridge believes financial flexibility and security are things we all could use more of. At Retirement Income You Can't Outlive is the ultimate flex. Who's with us? Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Please visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, for product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Ask a gringo. All right, so for our Ask a Gringo segment for today's show, I asked people what they do when they are feeling burnt out. And of course, as always, if y'all want to be a part of the conversation at DJ Dramos on Instagram, I always post the questions for the podcast on there so you can definitely tap in and be a part of the conversation. And let's uh, let's just start reading off a few here. At Day Hey DY, probably was supposed to be Day, but somebody else took your Instagram uh, handle. Uh, they say... Uh, Currently feeling burnt out, taking time off, going hiking with my dog. And I fucking love that. That See, that is absolutely beautiful. 
And you should be the one talking about this topic on this podcast because obviously you figured out a lot more than I have. I love that you're cognizant enough to know that you're feeling burnt out and you're taking some time for yourself and, and going on a hike with your dog. That's incredible. I've always been the type where I never fucking took vacations. Like, never. I, I, I've probably taken, like, I don't even know. what, what I, I've taken one real vacation um, in my entirety of working in radio and five years of working in radio. I took one actual vacation and that wasn't up until that was at the end of 2019. And I didn't even take a full week off at that point. Before that, I was literally like anytime I would travel for, for fun or something like that, I would squeeze in work and I would only go um, on like a weekend. I wasn't DJing somewhere and I would actually be go literally straight from the airport back to, to work at the breakfast club. So like I never took time off and that was a big fucking uh, no, no. And it's probably why I have like years of pent up burnout uh that are all it's all hitting me right now at the young philosopher said sleep and make music to relax i love that i think um that that's obviously sleep is a beautiful thing i think a lot of people will shame people for taking naps and shit like that but i think that's essential to my own mental health i took a nap today uh and i felt really fucking amazing afterwards I, i've also read and I'll, uh this will probably be one of the things i read about when i give you guys some some ways not to get burnt out but I know taking naps and, and just allowing yourself to kind of rest literally physically um, is, is always great. And then making music something you love doing uh, and just kind of something you can get lost in for hours and having no real intention with what you can do with it is incredible. It's actually something I'm looking to start uh, getting back into again. I feel like I've uh, fallen out of uh, not out of love, but like I haven't prioritized like making music for fun like I used to. I, I just love creating it. Uh, I, I've just kind of gotten so caught up in everything else. At Brent J. Life Coaching said, I reflect on why I'm feeling burnt out and also what I need. Sometimes I just need babe time. Some days I need outdoors and Cali style can of therapy and nip motivation. Absolutely. I think I think it's funny because um, sometimes you need a, a combination of different things. And um, I always subscribe to like even when I was feeling when I would feel depressed and things like that. Like oftentimes you got to keep trying different keys until you find the right one that unlocks, you know, the, that particular uh, situation. So yeah, definitely like just you sometimes you have to run through a routine of a bunch of different things until you see what actually gives you some sort of relief and, and makes you makes you feel better. Obviously, it's great to to catch it in the moment. Um and, and that's kind of how you stop it from getting to that crazy point of of burnout. And I'm happy to hear that that people are are, are cognizant of that and, and kind of trying to find different ways. And let's see, last one here, the homie Jade. At Jade underscore Durani says uh Ignore it and pretend I'm not. And then she goes on to say the downside to this is a horrible habit of pushing myself to get through, achieve goals despite burnout. In the past, it's led to unhealthy cycle of major highs, quote unquote wins, but the lows being excruciating. So I try to check in with myself more often before it gets to that point. Daylight savings per usual got me fucked up. Yeah, that's a great point too. Daylight savings will fuck up your mental health because you're just like sitting in the dark a lot earlier than usual and not getting that vitamin D. Um, and I, I definitely relate to this so much. Obviously I talked about it before, but like the idea of, of just pushing yourself through, like I would, I'll constantly tell myself like, yeah, you're overwhelmed, but you have no choice. Suck it up and just push through. Right. And like really just like abusing my mental and, and physical at that point where I'm just constantly taking on things and like psyching myself up of like, you know, um, telling myself, oh, this is what makes you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, your ability to balance everything and, and still keep on pushing is what makes you you. 
but it also is what makes me depressed. It also is what makes me incredibly anxious at the end of the day as well. Because it's like I keep getting those quote unquote wins like Jade was talking about. And then the lows come from, you know, you realizing like, I still don't feel fucking happy in this moment. And a lot of it is because you're literally just mentally and physically exhausted. Like the the reward that you got from that particular win, whatever it was, generally speaking, is probably not going to outweigh how you physically just feel shitty, physically and mentally, I should say, right? Like me pushing myself and saying yes to like an extra gig or something like that. When that check comes in, it's great. And it's nice to see it when it hits my account and, you know, seeing how I've, um, you know, uh, added more money to, to what I have in my account. It's a great feeling. But that fades quickly. And I'm still just stuck there, like trying to recover from the damage that I just did to my body by like, you know, going hard for fucking a week straight without really taking any time for my re- for myself, you know, and and inevitably everything else that comes along with that, like eating like shit and not sleeping enough. And that means like not having enough hours to sleep, but also meaning when I lay in bed, I can't fall asleep. So I'm literally just rolling around for the few hours that I do have. It's like all of the above that comes with that, you know, generally speaking, that quote unquote win is just not worth the subsequent damage that that comes along with it. And I appreciate y'all for sharing um, all that stuff. I, it definitely uh, was pretty insightful. I'm definitely glad to hear that that some of y'all are way ahead of myself uh, in in uh, your process of fighting burnout and catching it as it happens. Uh, Jade, I definitely uh, would like to push you to make yourself a bit more of a priority. I know it's obviously easier said than done, but you're doing yourself a disservice and those around you if you're not able to to show up as the best version of yourself and. That's uh, advice I'm also giving to myself as I say it to you. Now, with that said, let's uh, let's end on some positivity when it comes to this and actually talk about how we can push back against burnout and also recover from said burnout. And we'll do that in a segment we call Conclusion Stew. Time for Conclusion Stew. Okay, so I didn't want to leave you on just some negative stuff. I want to actually have some proactive, uh, you know, tools that you can use and also take you through the stages of recovery so that you can bounce back from burnout. Now, I'm getting this from PositivePsychology.com, and they have six recovery stages. Now, the first stage is admitting that there's a problem, right? They say employees realize that there's something wrong. They felt tired, overwhelmed, and displayed psychological and physical signs of burnout. Now, after you've admitted there's a problem, stage two is distancing yourself from work. After recognizing that work was problematic, employees took a break from work. The break was psychological and physical. For most employees, this break was framed as a sick leave with sometimes even resignation. Now, the key here is learning how to distance yourself from work psychologically. Uh, Example, not thinking about work or feeling time pressures. Stage three was restoring health. During the third stage, employees reported they slept excessively. They either slept for longer periods in a single sitting or took frequent naps. I think this is what I'm probably going to give myself um, as, as my, uh, my medicine. Uh, they say besides sleep, employees also engaged in other low-cost activities and reported not wanting to complete tasks that were too draining. After feeding these physical needs, employees did things purely for the fun of it. They started to re-engage with their hobbies and enjoy physical activity. Now, this is something I've definitely been trying to get back to 
Um, partial reason why I took, I've been taking such a break from DJing. I just want to get back to DJing for fun and enjoying it the same way I did when I was first starting out and I didn't care if I was getting paid. Um, so that's something I'm actively working on and taking myself away from so I can kind of get back to enjoying that hobby for the fun of it now that I no longer need it to be, you know, my, my main source of income and a main other things I've tried, I've tried to just make music for the fun of it. A main things I've tried to get back to slowly. Let's see. Stage four. Questioning values. By now, employees could reflect on their old values and took efforts to replace these with new efforts. They questioned what they thought was important and why, and then found meaning in new values. One common change during the stage was that all employees placed more emphasis on their health. And I love this. You're, you're figuring out what is important to your work-life balance and, and setting those boundaries. I think that's what they're, they're saying there. Now, stage five, exploring work possibilities. During the fifth stage, Employees worked hard to find job opportunities that align with their new values. The time taken to find a satisfactory work environment differed between employees and employees explored many opportunities. And I'll be real, that's kind of where I was at when I was thinking about leaving the breakfast club. For me, it was important to be able to start working from home. That was just something I wanted. I wanted to be able to enjoy more time here at my house that I had just purchased uh, and, and being able to have the freedom to you know, have a little bit more of a of a relaxed schedule that I can kind of work on my own terms and also do some of my other creative endeavors. The only thing I failed in that was I took on too many damn work from home jobs. Uh, and, and that's where uh, I never actually felt the relief of not having to commute every day. And then stage six, making a break, making a change. Finally, employees had to take a break from their work and their previous work stressors before finally achieving work place stability. In some instances, employees tried to return to the original workplace, but when they did, they realized they had to break away completely. And exactly, I mean, when I'm talking about kind of leaving this this other job I was doing for for producing podcasts, that's kind of what I had to do. I, I kind of had to say to myself, okay, you're, you're, you're spreading yourself far too thin. What are, are the things that you can kind of cut out of your life that you're not going to regret in the long term? And, and unfortunately, that was what I had to do. You know, I can't keep just trying to collect wins, collect checks and all these different things and, and just uh, in the process, destroying myself both mentally and physically. So um, it's obviously I'm not going to tell anybody how to live their life. I'm not going to say go out and quit your job today, but um, just, you know, things to keep in mind and, and also keep in mind that there are plenty of other job opportunities out there in this world. You're seeing plenty of people quit their jobs these days um, and move on to completely different careers or move on to higher paying jobs. Uh, it's it's definitely you know now is the time to take advantage and maybe try to find something that genuinely makes you happy and where you feel uh, appreciative if that's something that's affecting your health. And last thing I'll say is they they talk about activities that you can do to support burnout work recovery. That includes downtime activities, uh, things that are not outcome driven or productive. They require little effort and are purely enjoyable. Right, like examples are, are things like coloring, watching TV, and napping. Uh, one of the other things they talk about are social activities. These include social interactions with friends and family. The goal of these social interactions is to develop healthy support networks to protect you from stress. This is something I'm really bad at. I, the only people I really socialize with are my girlfriend and my immediate family, like my parents, uh, and then my my sister and, and my uh, my nephew and niece. I definitely make a point to invest in my friends, uh, you know, time-wise. Um, I think in the past, I've always seen kind of going out and hanging out, um, you know, and socializing as like something that takes me away from my craft or uh, it takes away time I could be spending building my business. But there is a time and place for that. I think as long as you find the balance in it, you, it's definitely beneficial to have that social time where you're just kind of really present to 
hanging out with people that you you care about and you're not concerned with you know um your finances or your career at that point it's all about that specific moment so i definitely need to make that a priority for sure and the last one they say there is physical activities regularly taking part in sports can reduce the harmful effects of stress exercising in a group or with friends can also foster social relationships and encourage a healthy sleeping pattern and this is something i do not do enough of thankfully i got a puppy so i'm been walking to him so that's been one way to get out of the house but i know for sure in the summer i bought a bike i was riding my bike around town and then eventually it just became like uh oh i don't have time this morning i gotta get straight to work i'm behind on things i'll do it tomorrow and then that tomorrow became next week and now it's been a couple of months since i've ridden my bike uh and you know what? It's, i'm gonna do that this morning i'm gonna hold myself to it i'm gonna post on instagram uh so you know that i'm actually doing it it's something i need to get back into and make that time for, for myself now man with that said i hope this was was helpful. I know it's not the sexiest episode to be talking about, uh, you know, burnout and all that kind of stuff. But I just think that so many of us are going through and we're unaware. And so many of us think that this is just like how things are supposed to be. And the reality is not. We shouldn't be pushing ourselves um, to the point of being miserable and just being unhealthy physically and mentally. Like it's okay to set boundaries. It's okay to take some time for yourself and kind of unwind and, and uh, you know, replenish yourself a little bit. And it doesn't just have to be on the weekends. And it doesn't mean just when you're able to go on vacation. Like you need to take those breaks for yourself each and every day when you can and, and definitely try and get into a, a healthy routine. And I always suggest things like meditation, um, you know, and different forms of like spirituality like that have always been helpful to me when I'm feeling stressed and anxious. Uh, and it's definitely something I need to kind of get back on track with. And I hope that, uh, you know, my story and what I've been kind of realizing about myself, um, you know, maybe makes you aware of certain things that you've been kind of lying to yourself about or just uh inspires you to not get to uh the point that i've pushed myself to where i i really just um am just a bit drained and and have to definitely prioritize myself a little bit right now uh in this in this moment but with that said thank y'all so much for tuning in if you haven't yet i would appreciate some reviews if you can some positive reviews uh, an Apple podcast that always helps out, always helps, uh, you know, when it comes to promoting the podcast and us just looking good for placements and things like that. So I really appreciate it if you could help your boy out. If you haven't yet, follow me on the on all the socials at DJ Drombles. If you don't on Instagram, if you want to be a part of these conversations that we are having. And man, we'll be back on Thursday with our Thursday trends episode. There's been a lot of shit going on uh, and I, I want to tackle a bunch of it. So we'll do that on Thursday. I'll talk to y'all then. Stay safe. Peace. Life as a Gringo is a production of the Michael Tura Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens. But trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.